Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock! My name is Nigel, Tony Kinnett, investigative columnist from the Daily Signal, filling in for Jason Hammer. You have a very special guest on the DriveHubler.com hotline. That's right. When it comes to award-winning senior reporters from the Daily Signal, there's one person that I turn to when it comes to boots on the ground, and that's what we've got calling in today. Mary Margaret Olihan is our senior reporter, and she is getting the scoop on all of this campaign craziness, all of this attention going on over in number one primary state, Iowa. MMO, how's it going? It's good. Thanks for having me on. So give us a little bit of a a scoop, because obviously in the rest of the Midwest and the rest of the country, we don't get as much attention from the 2024 presidential candidates. And at the Iowa State Fair, which is where you guys are right now, there's a lot going on. What is the general feeling that you're seeing from attendees that you've spoken to so far? Yeah, so we're here at the Iowa State Fair, and it's super interesting to be here because, as I'm sure you know, Daily Signal is located in D.C., so we love getting out of the nation's capital and talking to real Americans about the issues that matter to them, to their families, that are going to actually impact them the next election. So we went out yesterday, and we were asking everybody, what issues do you care the most about when it comes to the presidential election? We kept it really nonpartisan. You know, we're not we're not just asking about Republicans. And we got some very interesting answers across the board. Uh, a lot of people talked about immigration and the border and how they're really concerned about um, the border crisis. A lot of people told us they're really worried about the economy. Uh, we, we actually spoke to a whole bunch of people that were concerned about protecting the unborn, uh, the life issue, protecting children and education. And I would have to say most of the people that we spoke with and have been speaking with, told us that they would support Donald Trump Hmm. as the next president. Interestingly, a whole bunch of them specifically said to me, I wouldn't like him as a person. I wouldn't want to be his friend, which I thought was a little, maybe, that's kind of mean. (laughs) But um, (laughs) That's been the general consensus, I feel like, for the past six years. I don't generally like him as a person, but he had great policies during his four years. Yeah, that is what I've been hearing. And, you know, I got a good sprinkling of DeSantis in there. Um, there's a large group of people here who are pro-DeSantis. I even got Tim Biden, a very, very nice woman who told me she really wanted to unify the country. I asked her which pres- which candidate she thought would do the best job at that. And she smiled at me and said, Joe Biden. I was a little surprised <laughs> to hear that. but um, <laughs> Considering uh, yeah. he describes, uh, described Trump supporters as extremist MAGA Republicans, that doesn't sound like a unifying language to me, but don't, whatever. Don't forget yelling that from the, the bully pulpit with the Marines behind him in oh, the dark yeah. red the, lighting. The, the speech the speech <laughs> from hell. What about Vivek Ramaswamy? We've all heard the audio by now of him rapping to uh, Eminem lyrics, and and he actually had an incredible uh, response to a, a, a pansexual that asked him about, uh, you know, if he supports the gay community. Any uh, action with Vivek? Uh, we actually haven't seen Vivek here because I believe he's left already, but we have been hearing from people on the ground that they're interested in him, not as a frontrunner, but uh, they are interested in him as a candidate in general. I guess he's standing out to some people. But I didn't speak with anyone so far here that has said that they would vote for him as president. Mm. Um, You know, this morning there was a very interesting uh, happenings on Twitter. I don't know if either of you noticed there was a tweet that Vivek had tweeted in 2022 about 
parental rights and education, talking about the so-called don't say gay bill, which obviously we do not call the don't say gay bill since right. it never even says the word gay in it. Didn't he say but something it, about that Republicans needed to uh, like start rhyming their bills, titles better, something like that? Yeah, I think the thought behind it was he was trying to say Republicans need to be better at naming their bills so that this kind of thing doesn't happen. But he did say in the tweet that he supported uh, he supported those kinds of restrictions on uh, gender ideology and sexuality in education for kids until they were about eight years old. Well, DeSantis's laws in Florida actually extended to 12th grade because in Florida they think that you shouldn't be teaching kids about this at all. Um, so there was some interesting back and forth uh, with Vivek's campaign manager on w- just exactly where he stands on that issue. Um, I'm not sure they're super interested in getting into the semantics of it, but that was the latest on him this morning. We're on with uh, Mary Margaret Olihan. She is the award-winning senior reporter for the Daily Signal and a very uh, good colleague of mine. On the boots on the ground at the Iowa State Fair, where all of the presidential attention is turned towards, there was actually one video that you posted, MMO, that that really hit home with me. Uh, I have a lot of farmers that are that are both in my family that a lot of my family works with, and obviously they're paying sky-high diesel prices. They're paying a lot of uh, really heavy costs right now. And I understand that you've talked with several people out there really deep into the Iowa agriculture industry that are pulling for specific presidential candidates because of their record on agriculture. Tell us about that. Yeah, so we had some really interesting conversations with a bunch of different farmers, um, including one young guy who, I don't know if you can call him a farmer because he said he was 16 years old, but he certainly has been working in farming uh, for a long time and knew what he was talking about. Um, we will have a good segment on this going up later this week. But for now, I can say um, they're very worried about how this the current administration has been impacting their work, their livelihoods. Um, this one young guy told us that the price of diesel has skyrocketed and that they've had to uh, lay off employees that they've had. Wow. And uh, Yeah, no, he was saying they've really been struggling and... Uh, he's a Trump supporter, as is pretty much everyone I talked to that worked in farming. Um, they believe that Trump would best represent their interests and would best, um, you know, bring them back to a position that they feel good about. And um, that really is the unanimous sentiment I've been hearing around here. Mary Margaret Olihan, senior reporter for The Daily Signal, live from Iowa, the state fair where many of the candidates have been spending time. Uh, you had uh, Donald Trump. Uh, kind of like doing like a Top Gun flyby over DeSantis uh, when he had his little rally. Did you see that, Tony? Yeah, that's, a, that's a good way to put that, actually. <laughs> I, I like that. It's creative. Um, uh, but I know you talked to a lot of Trump supporters, Mary. How concerned are they about the indictments? We just had the fourth indictment uh, in Georgia come out last night. Well, we'll be actually heading out in a few minutes to talk to them about exactly that. So you might have to stay tuned because... Um, that is our next project. But um, I will say one thing that they did bring up a lot was the controversy between Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. A bunch of people told me that they were really icked out by the infighting and the back and forth. Um, I had one person tell me I'm not voting for either of them. I don't like it. Um, so <laughs> I heard a, I heard a good bit about people not liking this controversy, which we know is kind of the name of the game as we head into on the election season, but it is wearing at people. Any Chris Christie fans out there? 
<laughs> Not that I've spoken to. Have you looked uh, closer near the corn dog booths? Um, I, I, I'm, I'm told. Hey, hey, I just enjoyed a corn dog for lunch, and it was pretty darn good. Was it a regular Fantastic. corn dog, or was it like a specialty? Because some people at state fairs they really go for the pancake batter corn dogs. Uh, well, we actually yesterday we have a video coming out at Daily Signal where you can see some of the bizarre things that we've tried here. I was unfortunate enough to try a rattlesnake corn dog. Um, so oh. I took a Did you ever had rattlesnake? rattlesnake? No, I mean, does it contain nope. bits of real snake, Mary? Oh, it does. Goodness gracious, no, I've never had this. So there's one question that that I want to ask, and I know that you're in D.C., so that normally I'm only in D.C. four times a year, and I swing in, and you're saturated in all of the political focus on D.C. all the time, and you're out in the Midwest or you know, getting over into the Great Plains states, and all of the focus is right on Iowa right now for its, you know, for the state fair, the primary coming up. Obviously, everyone cares about New Hampshire and Iowa for some reason. And this is kind of the thing that I wanted to ask. Have you had any conversations with people who have talked about the kind of attention that they have been receiving and maybe how it's maybe discordant with what you've seen in D.C.? Because we hear about what people talk about in New York and San Francisco and Los Angeles and Chicago all the time. Uh, but very rarely do we actually get to hear from people talking to those when the spotlights turned on them out in Iowa. Can, can you tell us anything about like how the average American is taking this kind of attention? Well, um, that's an interesting question. I mean, most of the people we've talked to don't seem like they're used to being put on the spot like that. And some of them are really hesitant to talk about politics. Um, yeah. I think that, you know, some of the questions we've been asking are more helpful to gain insight because um, truth is not every American is up for talking about politics, especially in public, especially on camera. Um, so I think asking people about the issues that they care most about is a really good way to go about it because, um, obviously, that's a very important question to understand where what motivations are and doesn't really bring uh, Democrat or Republican into the picture in a way that someone might be uncomfortable with. Um, that being said, uh, these people are really smart and they're articulate and they know it. Um, they know what matters to them. And that's been really cool to see. There's something really awesome about that classic Midwestern honest value that comes forward of knowing what you believe. But I've talked to both of you off the air about this before. I think that that kind of hesitancy to talk about politics in the yeah. open is one of the reasons that polling data is so wonky. People don't want to be asked a lot of questions about their politics, especially right now when the environment is so toxic. And so, MMO, that's one of the, the, the latter questions that I want to throw to you. Have you guys had any engagements with with the toxic nature of the primary out there so far? Has anybody gotten a little, uh, a little wacky? Um, uh, I would say not really. We've also been tabling. So we've got a daily signal table here at the Iowa State Fair. And it's been interesting to have some people come by and um, very few, but a couple have said that they don't like us. Um, oh, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know you're doing something right, Mary. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, but largely, no, I've, it's only been a good experience here right now. Um, and like I said, I have been hearing that people were displeased with the, I don't know if you would call it toxic, but the back and forth between Trump and DeSantis lately. So, Well, can you keep us updated? I'm really curious to know what uh, people on the ground there in Iowa think about this fourth Trump indictment out of Georgia yeah, will. and and how they feel about that and the weaponization of the Department of Justice in the Biden administration. Absolutely, we will. 
you can follow her over at Mary Marg Olihan on Twitter. Uh, if you're following me on Twitter at the Tonus, I'm often retweeting a lot of her stuff. Really excellent reporting. MMO, thank you very much for hopping on with us, and y'all stay safe out there at the State Fair. Thanks so much, guys. Good to talk with you.